Welcome to the Strangers on the Way podcast, where daily interaction with a stranger can transform your life. We hope today's episode inspires you to meet your own Strangers on the Way. Welcome to day 20 of 40 Days of Strangers on the Way. If you haven't watched yesterday's day 19, I would encourage you to go back because this story jumps right off from that one. I'm excited to introduce you to Jacob, an honest car salesman. The Power of Presence, part two. Grief is in two parts. The first is loss. The second is remaking of life. Anne Royfe. On a cold winter night, a car slammed into me as I was turning into my apartment complex. Our cars were a bit messed up, but everyone was okay and the accident turned into a beautiful encounter. And the story just kept getting better and better. The entire bumper of my car fell off. So once insurance went through, I took it to a body shop for repairs. After a few days, the insurance agency called to let me know that the damages were more than they anticipated. And my car was now a total loss. Bye bye, sweet 2007 Honda Accord. I know it's just a car, but I felt like I was punched in the stomach. The accident wasn't my fault, yet my car was now completely gone. I drove that baby for nearly a decade and it held so many memories. And now I suddenly needed to purchase a car. That part was probably the toughest part for me because a new car automatically made me think of my dad. Before my dad passed away, he spent the majority of his life working as a used car salesman. I know car salesmen get a bad reputation But this definitely had its perks, especially when I was buying a car. My dad knew all the questions to ask and he always helped me find a really good deal. But now he was gone too, and I'd have to do this alone. Over the days that followed, friends encouraged me to trust God and hug me when I felt discouraged. One friend even asked me to picture Jesus and I dancing around the very challenge I was going through. In my mind, I saw Jesus and I laughing and doing a little jig around a car. But all of a sudden, I realized we were doing a dance around a different car. It wasn't my gray 2007 Honda Accord. It was a royal blue colored car. God, is this my new car? I asked. I opened a few car dealership websites and found a newer version of the Honda Accord. And it was the same exact color that was in my vision. That Monday night, I went to a local dealership and asked to test drive that car. As the salesman pulled it up, a man in the showroom said, Lauren? Yes, I replied. Did you go to college in Wisconsin? The man asked. Yes, I replied. Did you get your master's degree? Yes, I replied. Your dad was so proud of you. I burst into tears. What's your name? I asked. George, he replied. I worked with your dad. The dealership I walked into was one where my dad previously worked, over a decade earlier. I was sure no one would be there who'd known him, but God had other plans. The next day, I went back to the dealership to test drive a few other cars. I walked in and again, a different man said, Lauren? Yes, I replied. I'm Jacob, he said. I worked with your dad. Over the next three hours, Jacob and I test drove cars and Jacob told me story after story about my dad. Some silly, some serious, some downright embarrassing, and even some stories I'd never heard. Your dad had such a passion for this business, he said. He taught me so much. 
I was so young and I learned so much from him. It felt so good to talk about my dad. Although he was no longer there, it was such a gift to remember qualities about him. It was such a gift to recall stories. It was such a gift to recognize new things I had never known about him. I almost felt like I could hear his laugh. If I hadn't experienced that accident, I wouldn't have needed a new car. If my car hadn't been totaled, I wouldn't have walked into that dealership. I don't think God causes accidents, but I do know he's the best redeemer there is. And he weaved this circumstance into beauty. Who knew heaven could touch earth at a car dealership? I'm not sure if this season is difficult or joyful for you. Maybe it points to a loss in your life. Maybe you're grieving. Maybe you know someone who's grieving. Maybe life keeps punching you in the stomach. Today, I wanna to speak hope over your life. I wanna speak hope over your family and friends' lives. God cherishes you. He sees every detail and he is hugging you as you cry. He is holding you as you squeak out the smallest of prayers. He has great plans for your future, even if right now seems so very dark. Keep holding on, keep pressing in, the light is coming. And maybe the season is one of love and laughter for you. I bless that and I say, amen, more Holy Spirit. I pray that God would open your eyes to let that love overflow to those around you. I pray you would recognize those who may be hurting this season and offer hope to them. Sometimes hope is as simple as letting them talk about their pain with you. I can't tell you how healing it was to simply remember and talk about my dad with someone else. I didn't even know I needed that. God will guide you as you interact with friends and strangers this season. He will love people through you and you will make a difference. Before I knew it, I sat across the desk from Jacob and signed some paperwork. I was the owner of a new used car. It wasn't in my plans for sure, but I'm so glad I had the opportunity to meet George and Jacob. And then the time came for Jacob to place the keys in my hand. The car accident story was officially complete. A new beginning, a new season, a fresh start had officially begun. I gave everyone one last hug, opened the door of the deep blue colored car and started the engine. Waving goodbye, I smiled, thanking God for his kindness and curiously wondered what story he was writing next. I wasn't sure what it would be, but I knew it would be good. Let's wonder. Invite God to bring up a moment or a memory that he may want to heal from your past today. Write down what you sense. Invite God to bring up a moment or a memory that he may want to heal from your past. And then let's activate. Picture that memory in your mind. Invite Jesus to show you where he was in that moment. Visualize him stepping in. Look at the kindness in his eyes. Look at the expression on his face. Sense his compassion. Stay connected and ask him what he wants to tell you about that situation. Let him comfort your heart and then write about the experience. So even now, if you just have a minute where you're able to close your eyes, if it's safe, I invite you to, to do that. And Jesus, I pray, would you bring that memory to mind? 
that memory of pain. And I just speak peace over your mind right now in Jesus' name. And then, Jesus, would you show where you were in that memory, since you're always with us? Would you show where in the room, where in the place, where in the location, where in the memory you were? Would you help the person listening connect to your eyes, to your gaze, to the compassion in your eyes? Notice how Jesus is looking at you. Notice what he's doing. He might just be holding you or he might tell you something. Just stay in this moment and let him heal your heart. You might even want to pause this and just spend a little bit of time. I just bless your connection with Jesus. And then let's yield. Who are you going to reach out today to if you're in need of hope? What new beginning are you being invited into? Ask God to show you. Who are you going to reach out to today if you are in need of hope? What new beginning are you being invited into? Ask God to show you.